Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Happy weekend. I hope that you're all having a fantastic week. I certainly am. Uh, Everything just went so, 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 so well with the pop-up group, as I mentioned on Wednesday. And uh, now we're welcoming uh, everybody else into the Clients on Demand group. And it's so much fun. I can't wait. Um, I've just been in the Facebook group giving that a last minute tidy up. So, you know, it's kind of like my feminine energies quickly tidying up the lounge room, lighting the candles, uh, lighting the incense, doing all the, making the interior really, really nice so that um, when they all come in, they feel so loved and so welcome and so beautifully received. And do you know what else? Um, They've already got access to the member portal for Clients on Demand. And, um, you know, one lady, let me see I want to bring this up so you can hear what she said because it was so good. She said, the bonuses that we already have access to in Clients on Demand is mind-blowing. I can't wait to actually start the program. I'm very new to private practice, haven't even marketed, and I'm so grateful that I found you, Brooklyn, so early in my PP journey. I am so, 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 so happy that all these beautiful members are joining. And guess what else? This morning when I was in Clients on Demand, I was uploading some extra goodies for the current cohort that are finishing up now. I just wanted to give them some extra little bits and pieces and also give them some feedback on all the amazing work that they're all submitting. Um, And they're all doing so, 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 so well. And one lady, she didn't share it in the group yet, but I hope that she does because she just shared it with me on Messenger. And um, it was, I want to use the same word that this other lady is, mind-blowing. It really, wow, she's done everything that was suggested in the program and um, she has created this piece of content that blew my mind like it almost moved me to tears and made me want to book a call with her all at the same time Um, it was so 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 powerful and so good and I can't wait for her to get this out there because I know it's really 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 going to help her with her private practice and oh my gosh it's just so much fun and then somebody else shared something that they had done and it was just night and day to the first draft that she did and oh it's just such a beautiful community like it really lights me up and I'm so glad that I've got clients on demand I'm so glad that I did the pop-up group I'm just looking now like I've already have people say when's the next pop-up group (laughs) and I honestly don't know when that's going to be my intention was to offer clients on demand a few times a year Um, but now I'm doing a bit of a revamp of the business and I'm not sure when clients on demand will be offered next Um, 
I don't have a plan. Like I don't advertise a lot of my things. I don't advertise coaching. I don't advertise supervision. I don't advertise mentoring. Most of that comes through word of mouth or through the podcast. Um, But Clients on Demand has been promoted this week, but just to my warm audience. So no Facebook ads or Instagram ads or anything like that going out. But yeah, so I just need to, I'm in the process now. Well, the launch finishes officially uh, midnight tomorrow so midnight Sunday um, and then after that I need to sit down with my coach and look at uh, when we're going to plan things out because I just want to make sure that I don't work too much <laughs> I just realized how that sounds I don't want to work too much there you go I've said it <laughs> so I want to figure out the best way for me to work and what those you know, what the clients on demand launch will look like in future and all that sort of fun stuff. But it has just been so much fun. And do you know what? Like in the past, I was always nervous about launching because I tried to launch things before and I'd never done it well because I never actually knew what I was doing. And I was using processes that weren't actually made for private practice. Um, and they just didn't really work. So now I do have a um, launch plan of my own that's step by step that you know works I mean we've had 25 people sign up for clients on demand and that's amazing Uh, my goal was 10 (laughs) so that's amazing I'm super 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 excited and yeah I just yeah some people have said to me in the past you know oh launching oh it's a headache and oh, I hate it and oh it's so much work and it's this and it's that and it's stressful and but I don't know like I just found myself in absolute flow I found myself totally energized it was such a great vibe I really 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 love doing the calls and I really, really, really loved being in the group and answering questions. And I really, 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 really loved seeing people support each other. Uh, and then I also really, 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 really loved um, making the welcome posts for people as they joined. It was just, look, the whole thing was just a delight and just a joy. And the next round starts on, we start in three or four weeks. I've got to have my holiday before then. <laughs> So I'm just, um, you know, making sure that everything's ready to go in the member portal. Um, plus, I've got two other memberships that will be opening up. I think it's next week now. Um, that's creeped up. <laughs> um, yeah, they open up next week. One of those uh, memberships, I think the you get access to everything straight away. The other one, the access comes, I can't remember if it's week by week or month by month um, because it's more in-depth. So I didn't want people to be overwhelmed by going, oh my gosh, I've got access to everything and just, you know, pick and mixing. Is that what you call it? Like just, you know, taking what looks good in the moment. I wanted people to actually take the steps so they know what they're doing (laughs) rather than jumping ahead to the advanced section (laughs) before they had the, the basics in place and then wondering why the advanced section isn't working for them. So that's why that one's drip fed. But yeah. Anyway, just so, 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 so much fun. But the other thing that's been so much fun is I had a few requests this week for podcast topics. Um, The one that I've chosen to go with, uh, she's asked, well, she hasn't asked to remain anonymous. The thing is that I haven't asked her permission yet if I can share her name. So I'm not going to, obviously. 
but what I can do is share uh, what she's requested because she asked for this. She said, could you please do, I'm just reading this off my Instagram. So if I sound a little bit funny, it's because I'm reading. She said, if you could please do a podcast on haters, that would be wonderful. I recently did a video on my social. Someone didn't like it and they left me negative comment. She said that she chose not to respond, but eventually she ended up deleting the post because she just felt that uncomfortable and stressed about it. And then, yeah, she felt sick. She felt upset, um, all of that sort of stuff. Um, anyway, so I thought, yeah, okay, this probably takes priority, especially because in Clients on Demand, we're all about learning how to market your practice in a way that feels safe and that feels good for you. So this request came at a really, really good time. So let's address it. So I wanted to call today's post, How to Be Invincible, um, <laughs> despite haters. <laughs> so I want to teach you how you can feel safe to share posts on your social media. It doesn't have to be social media, though. It could be something on your website or in an email. Not everyone's on social, of course. Um, and do it in a way that you don't have to worry about anybody saying something horrible, mean, nasty, negative, whatever. Because the reality is there's always going to be naysayers, okay? That's just it. Um, you know, when I was studying statistics at university, which I don't remember very much of, apart from Manovers, Anovers, SPSS, <laughs> doing everything manually because SPSS was limited at the time because, well, this was a long time ago. <laughs> um, I mean, we were using Netscape Navigator. We, we weren't using Google or Safari then. And I can still remember the Netscape Navigator logo. It was a lighthouse. Um, anyway, I'm totally getting off track here. Uh, there are always, yeah, I want you to be able to um, be confident putting it out there, whatever you want to put out, because there's always going to be haters. And yeah, in statistics, we learned about the bell-shaped curve. And for those of you who may have forgotten or don't know, the bell-shaped curve really looks like a line, a horizontal line. And then above that horizontal line, there's a picture of a hill. Um, but the hill doesn't actually touch the ground. It's sort of hovering above the ground. And uh Anyway, if you look at the left part of the hill that's close to the ground, um, that's like 5% of people or 10% of people, depending on what format you're using. And the same for the other side of the hill. Now, that simply represents 5% to 10% of people that really love what you're saying and 5% to 10% of people that really don't love what you're saying. But you know what? The big part of the hill, most of the hill, 90% of the hill, don't care either way. They could take it or leave it. All right. So think about this. When you've got, you know, 80 or 90% of people really sort of not caring one way or another, and you've got another 5% that absolutely love what you do, that's 95% kind of in your favor, right? But there's still going to be this 5% over there. And there always will be because in science, in maths, those two tails of the hill will never, ever, 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 ever touch the ground. So there's always going to be 
people that don't like us, don't like our vibe, don't like our stuff. And you know what? Sometimes those people are going to be vocal about it. And you know what? That's life. And there is nothing that we can do about those people's behaviors because as we share with our clients, that's not within our control. What's within our control though, from a spiritual perspective, is the meaning that you and I attribute to those negative comments that come through. Because here's the thing, maybe there's 50 of us all in a room and somebody says the same negative thing to each one of us. We'll probably all have very different responses. Some people might be reduced to tears. Some of us will laugh it off. Some of us won't care either way. So why is that? Well, the reason why is because we are attributing a meaning to the words that that person is saying to us. And if we use that framework of the masculine and the feminine energy, we can safely attribute this to wounded feminine most of the time. Wounded feminine meaning there's something in us um, that we already may believe to be true. It's not a great thing, but we may already believe it to be true. And for that reason, we struggle to be visible. And then when we put ourselves out there, the worst fear, you know, happens. Somebody leaves a negative comment and then we revert and we go back to our shell. We shut down, we go back to to hiding. Now, what I want to share with you is um, what I learned, because as my practice grew bigger, um, I had to get better at dealing with people who wanted to challenge my approach to private practice, who wanted to challenge me for speaking about the role of spirituality. I don't believe it's just mind and body. I believe it's mind, body and spirit. And I have said that for years now, but it's not always gone over very well with people who have a very scientific mindset. Um, And sometimes there are people that... You know, there's this thing called the Dunning-Kruger effect. And if you haven't heard of that, the Dunning-Kruger effect simply means um, people who have a little bit of knowledge about something overestimate their their knowledge and they're super duper confident. Um, And so they act from that place of having a little bit of knowledge and acting super, super confident. Um, Whereas other people who have more knowledge start to realize how much they didn't know and how much there still is to learn and their confidence starts to dip down a little bit um, until it starts to come up with the learning curve so one of the things that happens is when people leave a negative comment it's often because of a Dunning-Kruger effect they might have a little bit of knowledge about something that you're talking about in my case spirituality but they don't know enough about it and so based on the little bit of knowledge they have they think that's enough and that warrants them the ability to share their you know views etc etc that may not be nice and that may not be accurate or true so understand that that happens. Understand also that hurt people hurt people. Understand that it's not always about you. It's happened to you, but it's not always about you. It's very, very possible that whatever you shared triggered something in the person that read your post, watched your video, clicked on your email, whatever it was. And this was what happened for me. 
when I started talking about integrating spirituality with counseling and therapy, it was triggering for people. And, you know, it was so triggering that there was, you know, there were two peers at the time of mine, people that I respected, that chose to openly, well, you've heard this before, bully me and stuff like this, right? It was disgusting behavior. Um, However, what I know to be true now And other people jumped on the bandwagon, right, because those two people were considered like quite powerful in in the industry at the time. Um, And so, yeah, other people sort of followed their lead and were not saying very nice things on some of my posts. But what I know to be true now that I didn't realise or appreciate then was that my posting about, yes, you can actually do this and you can actually get outcomes and you can actually feel different and you can actually have the change and you can actually create a private practice with soul triggered within them anger that they had pursued a clinical model, that they had been working in a medical model um, when there was something that was more aligned for them out there and they felt like they weren't allowed in inverted commas to do it and yet here was little old me going of course you can do it like who's going to stop you and don't you have you know anyway so all of this sort of stuff came up so it was other people wanting to do what I was doing but feeling like they were restricted and they couldn't actually resulted in them saying mean things I didn't get that at the time. I wasn't thinking about them at the time. I was just, you know, thinking, woe is me. Everybody hates me. No one likes me. Maybe I should stop doing what I'm doing. Anyway, I know now after some time, those people are now in my circles (laughs) and we all get along famously. Um, But yeah, that's what they've shared with me, that they were just like confused about how could I be doing it. And so because what I was doing was flying in the face of their beliefs about what a counsellor should do, shouldn't do, what a private practice owner should do, shouldn't do, um, what was scientific, what wasn't, what was, do you know what I mean? Because it was just polarising for them. They felt like they needed to attack, right? And that's what happens when people get anxious, Um Some people want to fight and they do that by attacking and being nasty and leaving mean comments. Other people just go silent and they're just going to watch. (laughs) And there were those people as well, um, some of which are now in my inner circles. Um, But they just kind of stood back and watched the whole thing unfold. And they were like, oh, I'm not going to get involved in this. And I just watched it because they wanted to be able to do what I was doing, but they were scared and they could see what was happening to me. But instead of jumping in and helping or saying anything like that, they were scared. And so they stood back and watched. And then there were other people that just left. They were just like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. I'm not whatever. Um, it was just too much for them. So they left. So I would love for you to kind of take a moment when you get those negative comments to think also that this is not about you. It's about something that you've shared that's triggered something within them. Okay. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, It's good in a way because it's showing them what's possible. And isn't that what we want to do as therapists? Show people what's possible. So there's that. 
And then, you know, I just want to turn this around again and look at it from yet another perspective. And that is, what is this person triggering in you that you already believe to be true? So by that, I'm just wondering if you feel like, um, you know, sharing something might not be safe or share Nobody's going to believe you. Nobody's going to want to follow you. No one's going to want to do this. Um, people are going to disagree with you. What about if you have a thought that says, you know, I'm not an authority. I'm not an expert on anxiety. I'm not an expert on parenting. Um, if I share this, people will call me out on it. And, you know, it's that whole imposter syndrome mindset. And then, let's say it happens and somebody does leave a negative comment straight away you're going to say oh I knew that was going to happen and da 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 so I want you to look at this in terms of okay I'm having this initial response I feel uncomfortable I want to cry I want to hide I want to delete the post Um, but I want you to allow yourself when you're ready to look at what has this person possibly triggered that needs to be healed within you and that's something that you can take to your private practice coach that's something that you can take to your own counselor or therapist um, because it will be impacting on you and how you show up in the business in future okay so there's those things um you, the quickest way to build an audience is with a polarizing post. Um, trust me, it happened to me, you know, back when. And I still do polarizing posts today. The thing that helps me do those polarizing posts is my conviction. It's my integrity in what I believe in. And it's my willingness not to compromise my beliefs to satisfy one person who might disagree. It's more important to me to believe in what I'm doing, saying, sharing, giving, offering, whatever, um, and trust that it's helping the 95%. Um, and I'm not going to get too caught up on the 5%. Okay. The other thing um, that, what, what have I, yeah, the other thing I want to ask you is, you know, Maybe it's a case of this person leaving the negative content. Is the universe giving you a lesson? Um, and maybe you could take out your pen and paper when you're ready and just ask, what's the lesson here? And another aspect is, remember the four levels of consciousness? You know, we've got uh, to me, by me, through me, as me. I want you to look at the at that framework that we've discussed in previous episodes and I want you to identify which level of consciousness are you currently operating at are you in victim mode saying oh this is horrible that this happened to me woe is me poor me I need to lick my wounds in the corner somewhere I want to hide under the doona and not come out are you in that level of consciousness or um, if so what do you need to do to raise yourself up to the next level of consciousness, which is by me? And to do that, you need to move into how was I responsible for this happening? Meaning it's you taking responsibility. So you can say, how was I responsible responsible for this happening? Or how am I being responsible for um, my reaction here or my response to this? 
and allow yourself to see what comes through. And I don't mean say, well, I was responsible because I put out a post, but maybe you realize, well, yeah, I was likely to get a response like this because what I did write, what I did write or share or say probably wasn't going to be well received by some people. Oh, I get it. Okay, so that's what's happened. Someone didn't receive it, that's all. Um, and they've got a right to say that they didn't receive it, they didn't like it or whatever, just like you have the right to say those things. I mean, you and I probably wouldn't go that far, but there's always someone who, who likes to do that, right? So maybe that new level of level of awareness helps you be responsible in a different way with posting in future or sharing in future or reacting to things in future. Maybe you see that you want to be responsible for your reaction by looking at what it's triggered for you and healing that. Do you know what I mean? And then once that work's done, move into the through me level of consciousness, which would be what does energy, source, source energy, God energy, whatever it is that, that you want to um, work with, what does that energy tell you about what's just happened? What does that energy want you to know? Um, what guidance does that energy give you? Because guess what? That's going to have nothing to do with ego, which means it's not going to be about your beliefs or your mindset. It's going to be about something um, at, that connects with you deeply at a soul level. So they're the things that I want you to know that can be very, very helpful in you learning how to deal with negativity because it's going to happen. It happens to many of us. Um, and the bigger you get, the more likely you can be to attract these people that are negative. I mean, think of anyone big um, that you really, really like to follow or watch. You know, it might be Gabby Bernstein. It might be Oprah. Not everyone's fans. And there are people that go on websites and express their views on that. Not everyone's a fan of, you know, our old Prime Minister, Scott Morrison. Not everyone's a fan of the new one. It's It doesn't matter how how big you are in your business, um, you're always going to have people that feel like, you know, from time to time, they want to say something that's not polite or that's not mean. But you don't let it get to you when you understand things like it's triggering something in me. Great. Thank you. I need to heal that so that the next time this happens, I don't feel like this. Um, it's giving you a lesson. Oh, fantastic. Great. I can learn from this so that the next time this happens, I don't feel like this or I don't have this type of reaction or response. Does that make sense? I hope so. <laughs> I will share this podcast recording in uh, the memberships and also in Clients on Demand because I think it's so, 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 so important. You need to have um, the ability to weather a storm and you need to have support around you to be able to do that and some of that is absolutely mindset and yeah this is part of why private practice with soul came about because I had been learning about private practice with following techniques and tools and all of that sort of jazz but there was this bit that was missing for me and that was not only mindset but the energy 
you know, the energy, the energetics of the private practice, understanding about the masculine and the feminine and being able to incorporate and harmonize strategy and process with who I was as a woman, who I was as a person, my creativity, working in flow, my ability to build relationships, all of those sorts of things, you know, working with the shadow archetypes I, I all of that was missing for me and that's why I created the private practice with soul brand you know it's all about honoring um you know in in human terms we call mind body spirit but in business terms I want it to be uh, business and spirit it's it's got to be all of those things wrapped up into one and that's how you create success in your business in a way that you define success for you and that's also a big 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 part of setting the foundations up correctly in the business and that's what we do with clients on demand so look if you have been on the fence about joining clients on demand I would love to help you find a way of making a decision either way that's going to work for you, whether that's joining now, starting later, whether that's joining later, starting later, whether it's joining now, starting now, or whether it's, you know, whatever you need. I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have. Some people were asking what the time commitment is, and I just want to share with you that it's an hour a week for the coaching calls, and they happen on Mondays at one o'clock Australian Eastern Standard Time, so that's Melbourne and Sydney time, um, which I understand is 9 a.m., I think, 9 or 10 a.m., Western Australia time um, and what else other than that it's self-paced you go through it at your own pace you get new content every week over eight weeks and yeah you can share your work you get 24 hour support seven days a week um, all of that support is provided to you in the group um, it's written support so that you've got records of everything. What else can I tell you? It's You're joining a really supportive group already with the first cohort that have already been through it. They're all still going to be there and they can't wait to meet you. <laughs> um, somebody else was saying, I don't have a private practice yet. I'm getting ready to start one. Should I wait until I've got it or should I do it now? And my advice would be, get started now for the simple reason that it's going to set you up <laughs> so that when you open the doors you will have clients to see rather than making the mistake that some others have made which is they quit their job and they open the business and then they look for referrals and they're often the people that you see scrambling for you know clients and referrals and asking what other directory should I be <laughs> posting on or, or getting registered on? You don't want to be in that position because it costs you time, money and energy and it can absolutely be avoided. Uh, what else are people asking? Oh, some other people are saying, well, I'm already in private practice, so will it work for me? And the answer is yes. Obviously, it's going to work if you're coachable, <laughs> meaning if you implement the guidance that you're given, there's absolutely no reason why you can't start getting referrals. In fact, uh, we had a mix in the last round of people who already had a practice and people who didn't. And, you know, so many of them were getting inquiries and referrals within the first few weeks of the program. And there's no reason that you can't have that too. So 
yeah that's that's basically it um but yeah as i said if you've got any questions of course let me know send me a message on instagram which is my handle is at the private practice coach and i'll be happy to help you um figure out whether or not clients on demand is going to be a good program for you or not um happy to help you either way and you know we also have if you're not a member yet free groups they're Counselors Connect Australia group and also Australian Counselors in Private Practice online. Um, the cost for clients on demand is one twenty-five a month, so not even a session fee a month uh, over twelve months. So. Yeah, and you can pay in full or you can do six-month payment plans. There's all different payment plans, but most people have gone for the monthly and that's 125 So if you want to pay in full, it's 1497 That's it. So not much. And you're absolutely going to make that money back when you start filling your diary with your clients. And it would probably be a good idea for those of you in Australia if you wanted to claim this um, training as an investment for your business as a tax deduction uh, you might want to do that as well uh, I was going to say before the 30th of June but you've only got 24 plus whatever hours it's midnight tomorrow night it closes but yeah you could do that painful and then claim it on your next tax deduction as a work expense so totally your call um, if you've got questions let me know let's figure out whether or not this is something for you I've got other things um, but I want to make sure you get connected with the right help for where you are with your private practice at the moment. So that's all from me. I hope this was a helpful episode. Let me know what you thought and um, I will talk with you soon. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.